0: So, I'm going to play around with that. I just got approved. You had to uh, validate your identity first before you could do that. So, I just got it approved last night. So, I'm going to play around with my other show a little bit and see what it does. But, um, no, so this was a real good service Sunday. If I get to the back page of my notes, that's when I'm really paying attention. Is, and I did this without Adderall. I got two uh, pages. I got to the second well, page there. Well, there was pens. so much. <laughs> I should.
1: I- Yeah, like I said at the beginning that that should have been I I would have broken that up had it not been Christmas time right after Thanksgiving I would have broken that up into two sermons and even that even one of them but then I was torn off, okay that that would be two sermons one would be aimed towards pastors and elders well and the
0: yeah. other
1: would be a great sermon and yeah. so I was kind of like nah let's just do it as a uh a, we got to hustle and we got to go in fact I was told yesterday it was funny in a meeting that uh, they said we didn't think you'd get through them, and uh, they said after you got through point one,
0: I looked at my watch. He said he ain't gonna make it to point three. And well, actually, we, we might be fast tracking the intro before I forget it. Welcome to the other one sixty seven, Garrett and Ben. So Sunday, I was uh, kind of chuckling about this as you were talking about how how fast you had to get through that yeah. sermon and how long it was. I, that, that makes a lot of sense to me now because when I. When I came over Sunday morning and, and just kind of said hey to you real quick, and I, I just said, I was surprised you hadn't said anything about the Carolina State game. Right. Because you usually say, you find a way yeah, to say, and you, I said, nah, I got, and, and you were in, the only thing I could think of, and I, you weren't, I don't mean this in a, in a rude way, you had that look in your eye like Coach did on game day. Like it was, you were focused, yeah. you were locked it in. It was a lot. And you said, lot you coach. said, I got too many important things to talk about today. <laughs> I, that wasn't important. Well, I said, whoo, he's ready for this one. You
1: know what? It's that. And then I have to admit, as much as I love to or aggravate, or say something. I, I've gotten to a place to where you know what people are coming to to church. I, I want them. I don't want to do anything that's going to deter them from. You know, I want them to hear the yeah. message. Yeah. And so now, if we win the national title, which that's think, <laughs> but if we ever did, okay, I've said something. And, and look, being married to a Chapel Tar Tar Hill fan has made me realize. Look, as much as I love to give it, it means one day it's going to come back. We'll just hey, we got we got. We're here for we're here to worship the Lord. So, but now after it, out here in the hallway, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't don't ask me. <laughs> you want to know. But yeah, that's all. But it also was, man. You got eleven verses, and there's a ton of stuff. Yeah, you do if it. anything, if you look at it's First Peter chapter five, and you look at from verses six to eleven, I mean that's almost as good as Philippians four that we've talked about mm-hmm. before of how you uh, uh, as far as anxieties. As far as your day-to-day work, as far as resisting the enemy—I mean, it is all right there. That is some of the most practical scripture of how how to walk each day with the Lord. So I, I really felt like, man, we we've and we're you know talking about so many different things.
0: It was talking about a lot of different things, and it was um, interesting too. As I'm sitting here joking around, all the notes that I have, you know, this we were talking about it a little bit before. I had a wild week a crazy week or whatever, <laughs> and it, and it was. It it was interesting the way I kind of figured things out. It took a really long time, which aggravated me that it took that long to figure them all out. But it kind of, I think the sermon Sunday, yeah, he bounced all over the place. But it kind (laughs) of bounced in every lane in a way that I was kind of juggling with a little bit. But, you know, the funniest thing about it, though. So I texted you probably Saturday. Saturday.
1: I I believe it was Saturday. So I was uh, eating, of all things I was eating, the reason I know it was lunchtime. And I was eating a, a turkey
0: sandwich from Thursday, so okay. It was Saturday. <laughs> so I was just in a funky mood, just a bad mood, mm-hmm. and had been for a couple of days. And when I was leaving from Mom and Dad's at Thanksgiving, right? Mom said, "Why'd you get in a bad mood all of a sudden?" I said, I've "Been in a bad mood since Monday. I've just not been I've been able to suppress it till now. I've been hiding. Now I'm leaving, and I don't have to suppress
1: anymore. That's
0: right. But um, wasn't in a great mood. I didn't have a real good reason for it. And by about Friday, it was real." It was just worrying, worrying about work and all this stuff. And um, I went for a walk Friday night because uh, I got back from mom and dad's, and the kids got, you know, I got the kids all back to their moms. And I went for a walk, and it, I kind of felt a little better about it. And I was like, okay, I think I'm all right. And I'm gonna rest tonight, and then tomorrow, new day. Well, then I kind of woke up the next morning, and was kind of back, and yeah. it, and I kind of went back and forth with this. And somewhere in the middle of all this, I texted you, and your response back to me was. Um, when I, when I read it at first, it wasn't what I was originally expecting. But then after I read it, I couldn't believe that I expected anything different right. for, you, for what you said back. And then right. I really started to challenge myself a little bit on it. And I said, why have I gotten, have I gotten this mixed up? Yeah. How did I it? So here's how I got mixed up. And I, I want to tell the story. I'm not much for, I'd say that I don't like every episode to be learned from my mistakes. But this is, it's, we do have a rotation. And it's my week. So, <laughs> um Completely botched last week, and it was so funny to me afterwards because that one of the things that got me started on it is I remembered you saying when you when you're having a tough, when you're trying to figure out how to make a decision or whatever, go back to the last place that you know you heard from God mm-hmm. and just start there and, and stay where He left you where the last place He left you was Right. And I thought, okay, well, when's the last time that I know 100 percent that I had peace, you know, and knew that I was where I wanted to be with God? And I'd be daggone, I don't have to go back very far. It's on the show. It was on Tuesday on the show. <laughs> And I went back, and yeah. it seemed like this was on Saturday, and I'm thinking, right. that that had to be last week's show. And I, I went back, and I thought, no. And I finally got my phone out, and I looked at it, and I was like, no, this was five days ago, you idiot. Mm-hmm. How did you go from that to here in right. five days? Yeah. And here's exactly how I did it. Sat here on the show Tuesday and talked about how I finally had all this peace with what <laughs> God wanted with work, and I was seeing this peaceful, loving side of God that I had not—you right. know—been working to find. And, and all these, just how happy I was, and I couldn't wait for Thanksgiving and all the holidays. And how the enemy likes to use the sneakiest things to distract you. And I'm—you know—how mad I was that I fell for it on Sunday. And mm-hmm. I'm listening to all this, and I'm just laughing at how bad I botched it after that because I left here and I went back, and I wrapped up a few things I had to do for work for the holidays. Sent out an email blast to a bunch of, however many there were, I don't know how many people I emailed, but I knew 100% those emails are not intended to to land customers. They're intended to figure out who's interested, so I know who to follow up with later. Around the holidays, you get a really high engagement rate in terms of clicks and views and all that stuff, but nobody's going to actually book an appointment or anything like that. I knew all that, and then I get to mom and dad's and I check the results, and sure enough, my click rate's through the roof and nobody's bought. And that festered over about the next 18 hours or so to the point that I got really, really worried that, man, this isn't going to work. Right. And, you know, but by Friday morning, I was ready to quit. Right. I mean, totally quit. Yeah. That divided mind was starting to Yeah, hard. absolutely. And then when I went back and listened to it Saturday and I, I started thinking, okay, now can I find the point since Tuesday? I'm open-minded always. Mm-hmm. Can I find the point since Tuesday to now that, that God spoke to me and, and changed right. something? And I laughed at the fact that, no, every single thing that changed was self-inflicted, fear, worry, that's crept yeah. up, surprisingly enough, when I'm distracted by the holidays. I mean, like, everything we talked about on the show. Yeah. Every single thing that we talked about on the show, I fell for. It.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's I, almost, <laughs> if you stop and think about it, it it's almost and, oh, like Oh, wait, wait. Line. Before
0: I forget, though, not only did it ruin my Sunday, it ruined my Thanksgiving this yeah, time. Oh, yeah, so after I can't yeah. believe that the I can fall for that. Up. Yeah, it is unbelievable. <laughs> and, th- and that... The same play he's been running since Genesis three. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. i not gonna fall for it this week. Right. No, I fell for it three times. Yeah. <laughs> this it, it, week. it is. It's almost like that
1: lineman that you tell him, "All right, that line, that line, that offensive line. You're playing defensive lineman. That offensive lineman's going to leave you. Do not just jump right into that hole because they're going to trap you and pin. And and what do we do every time? <laughs> we always oh, open, bam, and we're trapped. And uh, I next just knew it. There goes the time. line. to are running right. back twenty yards down the field. Yeah. And it's one of And you have to, and I I think that's why, you know, Sunday the text was, uh, you know, be sober, be alert. That, yeah. that word anxiety and worry is a divided mind. You have to really guard against those things.
0: I, I love that, by the way. That one not only got in my notebook, it got quoted and boxed. Oh, so there you go. Is, okay. So <laughs> anxiety means divided mind. Yeah, that,
1: that, um, that Greek word is uh, actually, it means a divided mind, which means you, you are not focused on what you should be focused on, and then that's when you open yourself up for that, that trap or that, Snare, as the
0: scriptures would say, there was one other one that I boxed up here right below it that is uh is noteworthy because I, I heard you say this on Sunday, and it this was like the final punch in the nose kind of thing, <laughs> so to speak in a in a friendly, in a in a good way yeah, this was I the one that was anything. like uh because you said if you're if you're i I'm paraphrasing I think what you said, mm-hmm. but it said my note says, if you were, you are struggling with pride period mm-hmm. that's it, that's it, and I thought and I thought. One of us said that. I'm not 100 sure. Wasn't me that said that at some point. We talked that the, about that, that last Tuesday. A little bit of worry. If you're worrying, then that's you put you taking responsibility for something that's not in your control. And, and
1: really, you're, you're
0: questioning God's
1: um, ability. Mm-hmm. You're questioning whether He's got. Yeah. Well, one, you're questioning. You're doubting Him because He's told you, "Cast all your cares on Me, because I care for you." No, you don't really care. Uh, you, I'm not sure you're going to do what you said you're going to do. So, yeah, there, there you are. So really, at the very, very heart of worry is of not trusting God. But then there's that also, well, I've got to handle these, these things. Or, and I think the, the illustration I gave of that the, one of my mentors gave me was, you know, hey, if you're in the middle of a, a storm at sea, and I'm not a sailor, but I go up to the bridge and tell the captain, you better let me drive. Well, good gracious, that's the height of hubris. Well, trust that the captain knows what he's doing. And that's that's really, okay, who are you going to let captain the ship? And during these storms, I know the rock, the ride may be rough, but I know he was going to get me through.
0: And that is an that that exact illustration, you used it Sunday, but that's in the Bible I know as well And because we covered that in, that was in Faith versus Fear last summer, mm-hmm. talking about the, well, the storm. When, yeah, when, when the when disciples
1: the, are in the storm. <laughs>
0: right. I don't, I'm not going to quote the verse of the book. I just know that we covered no. it last year because I remember that was one that, um, in fact, I think I even remember listening to that sermon. I was driving because I remember yeah. listening to it. But I, it was um, how frustrated Jesus gets with the lack of faith, too. It, it, it's not just a, y'all relax. It's a, y'all relax, and why, are you, why yeah. did you think I was going to do it this time? And he, he had told them before, let's
1: go to the other side. I mean, yeah. he had told them point blank, we're going to the other side. And I, look, I'll be the first to say this. Well, it's easy for us to jump on those disciples, and what a bunch of goobers, man. They don't know what they're doing. No, we we are just like that, and we, we've been told, and I believe they would look at us and say, you've got the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Don't judge us too quick because, hey, we were still
0: figuring this thing
1: out. Y'all, y'all are on the backside." Listen, I'm, thinking, it I'm
0: flipping the other way around saying, y'all were standing beside me. The no, they I think have they, to question, they but, would look at us and say, we were idiots. still figuring it out. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it was. Uh, there were so many things that we talked about on on Sunday that um, that tied back to to all uh, to, that we've we've said before. I mean, uh, that that humility that he tells you is for your own good. It's not to try to make you feel like you're you're lesser than right. other people. It's, it's to help you relax and not take.
1: It's to trust him.
0: To trust him. At, yeah. at
1: the very heart of humility, that's what it is. is trusting him. This week we're going to see that as we get into the Advent season. Of you know, put yourself in Mary's place. I mean, she's a teenage girl, poor peasant teenage girl, and all of a sudden she's been told, you're going to have a baby. I don't know how that's <laughs> going to happen. Number one, uh, I've never had a child. I, I mean, I've never had been with a man. How is that going to happen? And uh, Gabriel basically says, no, it's going to be the Holy Spirit. And she has to get to a place where she trusts that. Then she has to get to a place to where she says, I'm your servant. And, man, that, that to me is humility to say, I don't know how you're going to do it, God but I trust you, and even if it cost me, because you think about it, Mary had to go through, I mean, if nothing else, the side eye she got in every time she went into a store. Using today's vernacular, yeah, yeah. but but I'm sure Nazareth was only a town of 1,800 people, yeah. and you know how small towns they can talk, and everybody's like, Psh, "Do you hear yeah. about Joseph?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. you know, Mary shows up pregnant, and there, you know, so Joseph has to has to bite the bullet too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that'd be a tough thing to buy. I mean, yes. if you're if you're just in society, that, that's about? a hard story to. <laughs> I mean, and you, you, I mean, number one, you got an angel in front of you, that might help a little bit. Yeah, but even that. Man, what 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 pizza did I eat last night? That ain't sitting right. That I am seeing this vision or dream, but the the angel about point blank says no. With, with God, all things are possible, and that's where you got to get to. All right, do I do I truly believe that? And that's that's where again faith is taking God at His word and knowing that He He can do it. Yeah, and that that we we talk about it and I say it like it's all that's so easy. That's nah, that's that's where the rubber meets the road.
0: Yeah, yeah. Going back a little bit to my conversation with you this week and and yeah. stuff this week. I mean your your reply back as simple as I, as I say it was. I mean I in my mind I've gotten to a point where <laughs> I, I've got to accept that this wasn't God's will, whatever, and I, I text you and it's like I'm you know, how do I how do I deal with, you know, accepting this, whatever, and you're like, well what do you need? It's like I need help accepting God's will. You're like, mm, what do you need though? Like give me something more specific yeah. than that. And That's the part I struggle so much with is I I struggle asking for specifics. I've told you that before on the show because I always said, well, if I ask for this, he may know why that's not good for me, even though I think it'd be great for me. Right. So I don't I just try to ask for very broad things. But I've never thought about that being something that gets in the way of my dependence or me being it because, yeah, I've never really gone to him with those simple little things. I always try to keep it really vague. Yeah, but... Your will be done. Your will be done is exactly... I've said before, uh, that's like my number one prayer because it's all I can think of that fits in all scenarios. That's right. (laughs) And
1: and I think we sometimes handcuff ourselves because, well, we don't want to seem selfish in our asking. I don't think this is from a selfish. This is a, okay, God, you said you're going to provide. Uh, You said that uh, you clothe the the flowers of the field and you feed the birds of the air. Well, here's one of your children saying, hey, I sure could use this to help mm-hmm. this business. I don't, I don't think there's a problem with that. Now, uh, again, I, I fully believe if he tells us to ask, uh, you know, think about it, the disciples' prayer, the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's nothing more um, uh, as far as asking for your needs than make sure I have enough food to eat for today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if he gets to that point where he wants you to ask for those kinds of needs, I don't see a problem with asking, Lord. In my business, sure could use use this. I know, hey, when I was down at Baptist Grove, I can't tell you how many times farmers would come in. We, we need some rain,
0: yeah. And it's just praying for some rain. Well, and I thought about that. You know, someone was telling me a story of a, a farmer who had. Just things had kind of gone their way mm-hmm. this year, and they kind of needed things to go their way. It was mm-hmm. one of those things that it was it was good to see. And I, as I hear that kind of story, I think, man, it wasn't God good? And, and there's I don't fee, see anything wrong with a farmer praying for rain or, or a farmer. They or gotta praying. have it, right? <clears throat> but I've never, I've always felt selfish asking for my own needs, right. and I've never thought it's just. It's so funny how all these things we talk about sometimes come back to be so simple. That it, why have I always felt so bad about asking for my needs? Right. Now, if I'm asking for help to rob this liquor store or do that, now that's a little different <laughs> yeah. story. But yeah. if you're if you're pursuing good things and you're trying to pursue, you're trying to do good things and help other people with what you're doing, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong for asking. help. think I think it, I <laughs> I just think it goes that.
1: back to, and again, I, to me, I always want to take it back to. What's the motive behind it? What's my heart behind it? And my heart behind it is, Lord, I, I need this to, to survive, and you said you're going to take care of me. I'm not, not, I'm not looking to be you know fat cat owl down the street with you know uh, more money than I know what to do with, but Lord, take care of my needs, and this is, this is where I'm at, Lord, I'm desperate, I'm needy. I, I don't think God has a problem with that In fact, I, to me, I believe that's where he really, I don't want to say wants us. But I think when we get to that place to where we are crying out for every need, and so, de- and again, we've used that word dependent, and we've used that word surrender. But when we get to where we're so dependent on him for everything, yeah, that's where he shows up to be who
0: he says he's going to be. Or as the text said, the God of all grace. You know, not a little, all. I love that too, yeah, the God of all grace. I love the way you said it, not the God of... A, a bit, lot, or most of it, or a bunch of it—it's literally all of it. There mm-hmm. is no end to the supply of it, as much as he needs, That's and, right. and he's certainly proven that and shown that time and time and time again. That's right. And I'm thinking about where does this come from for me? Like, where do I? How can I go from Tuesday to Thursday the way I did? I know how it is. It's thinking. If I have time, <laughs> you know why I didn't? Why it suddenly it's hit thinking. me? Yeah. I got away from from work for a minute. I, I wasn't working till three o'clock in the morning. Right. And I actually had time to lay in bed and sleep. Or and then, I, but right. that leads me to here's a, a, a big problem is. It sometimes praying causes me to start worrying all of a sudden. Mm. I'll, I'll lay down to pray, right. and as I start to pray for these specific things, and now I start to think about well, what if He doesn't provide them mm. until I ask for them. It didn't occur to me that it wouldn't. Pro- that's completely backwards and obviously not the way it's supposed to go. Right. So, I'm not, there, there's something I've got to get to the bottom of on that, obviously. But that's that's when you say being on guard. I was as on guard as I could have been last week, I thought. Right. Because I'm, I mean, I'm literally talking about it in Telegraph and what not to do. And I've just learned from it, i do it again. I couldn't be more on guard. So much on guard yeah. that it slipped right under my nose. Right. Because I thought I wasn't. Now, when I sit down to say my prayers at night, I certainly think I'm in a good place. You still have to focus even then to make sure you're, you're asking from the right place. And I, think I, so. I think so. I think that's a
1: constant. That's a 20, 24-7, uh, making sure that my mind is, is set on the right things, making sure that, again, I think a lot of it is you, when you said, I know what caused it, thinking. <laughs> well, you know, right, in a way. And I think sometimes we have to make sure that we think with the right mind. And you know, uh, Paul says that we have the mind of Christ, and I think oftentimes, again, that divided mind, that anxiety, we've just got to be careful to guard against and make sure that our minds are set, as Colossians three says: "Set your mind on the things above." Okay, so what are the things above? Well, one, we know Christ is above; we know the the Father is above. So set your mind on the heavenly things, the eternal things. But we still got to live on earth. So Lord. I know you're going to provide for those daily, daily things. I'm trusting you in that, and that's why when I said, "Okay, so what, what exactly do you need?" Mm-hmm. And what your need is is God. We, I need, you know, yeah. customers. Or I yeah. need this, or I need that for my business. Or the old farmer needs rain. Whatever the case may be, ask. And, and I think that's where uh, Jesus then goes into. You know, he talks about ask, seek, knock. Keep on. Asking, keep on knocking, keep on seeking. Uh, that you yeah, don't don't just once, but hey, uh, I love the uh, the parable in Luke uh, where where there's a, a widow who goes to the judge so many times. He says, "Good gracious, this woman's gonna wear me out. <laughs> she keeps coming." That's the picture of don't stop. Yeah. Keep keep pouring it on. That Lord, you know, and, and and it's not that we're bothering Him because He cares about us. It's just that I think we recognize, Lord, unless you move. I mean, that widow knew, I'm not going to get any justice unless you act. Mm-hmm. And I am so dependent, I'm so needy, that I'm going to keep coming to you. And I think that's where the Father wants us.
0: I never thought about this so much that until literally just now. But when I think about my prayer life, and I guess in my mind I'm trying to compare... That other 167, maybe two weeks ago versus this week, and what was a different? Way I'm still <laughs> and trying the to 167 analyze. 167 changes still, all the time. Yeah, no, I'm still trying to analyze the answers, right? But in the prayer life, it's something I never thought about before. We talked a lot, I think, earlier in the show, like in the beginning, a few episodes. Uh, I remember hearing this a lot. God didn't appreciate or Jesus didn't appreciate the the well rehearsed well spoken prayers mm. and and the these these really big words and and I think in my mind I'm thinking of that as being the ones who get up and and speak loudly and eloquently with these huge words that are maybe unnecessarily huge too big yeah. but at the same time can't something also be said to that to be just Copping out and saying your will be done, amen as being, you know what, that's kinda of just the same thing. You're just not using as many words and yeah, maybe if anything I, you're being a little more lazy. I, th- <laughs> I, th- than I, else? I think we fall
1: into that trap in two ways. One is thy will be done and you just kinda okay, Lord. Uh the other is I think oftentimes uh we as Christians will fall into that uh, that prayer of, And forgive me of all my sins. Well, no, let's let's name them, Lord, I, I man, I was a jerk to that guy today. Mm-hmm. And God I I've been worrying, and I'm sorry, Lord. I, I, and that's, that's me. I should be trusting you, and I'm not. And it, Rather than, okay, blanket, forgive me of my sins. Okay, but have you really thought about what, what you did, and are you truly sorry for those specific actions? And I think that's one of the ways. So, yeah, we can be very lazy in our prayer life, or we try to be succinct. -hmm. And I think that's where the Lord's saying, No, talk to me. Be real. And, you know, you can go with much flattery speech and all that. And he tells us to avoid that. And he also tells us, you know, you don't pray for others to see you. And that's why again, when I pray publicly, I'm you know, I want to make sure, Lord, I I wanna make sure I'm not here to pray to impress anybody in this room. Mm -hmm. I just want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And, And just ask, Lord, would you bless this time as we open up your word? Lord, would you you know, those, those specific things, not just trying to be, you know, heard or anything like that, or somebody else to say, oh man, what a beautiful prayer. Big deal. Yeah. You know, because you want the one I was talking to. <laughs> you know, now the one I was talking to came and said, man, that's the kind of prayer I move and I
0: answer. All right, now now we're cooking. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be good feedback. That was something I heard. First ADD one. There we go. <laughs> ADD break? Yeah. Sponsored AD, by? ADD break. Sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by anybody yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um Insert blank here. Insert blank here. <laughs> no, I I think that um, that's something that I've not, you've got to be real careful at that being on guard, as you said it, right? Mm. And and as solid as a place as I felt like I was at Tuesday, I mean, I was as happy as I've ever been. Like, when right. we, we, we recorded last Tuesday, I was as happy as I could be. But it's that being on guard is part of it. But then I also look at, okay, how did I get to that point? I'm listening back to my prayer life and and hearing how you're saying it now. Somewhere in all of that, in the busyness, you don't have much time to get your prayer. So then when you do have that time to pray, you do kind of maybe be a little bit more regimented and a little bit more, let me make sure I hit the high notes. And it it starts to become more legalistic than relationship. And it can very easily happen when you think you're doing a great job of guarding against it. Um. Somebody said this week, yeah. You still got a long way to go. And I thought the fact that I got a long way to go is is somewhat the point Wait, of the show. <laughs> that's I thought that's why we did the shows. I had all the uh, long way to go. No, I mean I'm I'm trying as hard as I've ever we tried in my did. life to get all this stuff right, and this is probably as big of a blunder as I've had in months. Well, just, it, that's just
1: how you, it. And it and it happens to all of us. Don't mm-hmm. don't think. Oh man, I I'm I'm just glad that. Hey, look. For me, uh, looking at you, I'm just thankful there's somebody who has the guts who is willing to say, man, I dropped the ball. I fumbled it, man. I fumbled it on the five-yard line, man. I I, I dig that because, again, I think that shows reality. I think it shows genuineness. And I think it also shows, hey, here's somebody who desires really to grow. And, yeah, there's going to be times that, and look, as a pastor, I'm not immune to it. Because look, I can leave here, man. What an awesome Sunday! Oh man, that was all great. And then come Monday and Tuesday, or Tuesday, man, I'm I'm sitting here like, what What am I doing here? I, I'm, you know. And yeah. you're questioning, you know, what's going on in the church. You're questioning what, you know, what you didn't do right or didn't get done or all the things you have got to get done. You know, you're not going to do, and you become uh, agitated. You become worried. Yeah, it happens to every last one of us. Anybody who says it doesn't. And Man, I, I, I want to shake your hand because, well, one, you're probably dead in heaven. is the only way I figured out you're going to do that. Because it's, it's, that's going to happen to all of us. There's going to be those times. And I think that's why, you know, it is a, Peter talks about it being cast your cares, cast your anxieties on Christ. And it's like a one time, but it's one of, I've noticed what I oftentimes do is I like to cast it. And put a string on it or fish, mm-hmm. and I'll, and it's not that kind of cast like fishing where you reel it back. No, it's casting being you get rid of it and don't don't call it back. Yeah, and that's hard. It's very hard. It's difficult.
0: And don't check in on it once in a while and see how he's doing with it, and, and don't yeah. ask if he needs any help and, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> or, or take it back. Or that's take it the back. Yeah. that's the thing is we
1: want to take it back or we want to take control. And, and again, not saying you don't you don't have any say in your life whatsoever. That's not it. It's just. Lord, I'm going to trust you for all those those hard times. I'm going to trust you for whatever we're going through. Yeah.
0: You you said you're going to do this. So I'm going to trust what you're saying. Well, and when you and that kind of goes back to that gray area that I was trying to define a few weeks ago too is that somewhere between Thy will be done, uh-huh. and please give me this, this, and this. Right. is where you're supposed to is where you're seeking God. It, it's not. So, there are times when it is as simple as Thy will be done. That's that just total surrender and like I have nothing to to contribute. Just your will be done. There's other times where He's yes, going to compel you to move, and you have to move in yeah, the way. He, right. He, inaction is is not a is not obedience, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: delayed obedience is not obedience. Right. It, it eventually, is. But if you look at like a Joseph and a Mary, I mean they are prompt. That it ain't like they said, "Well, give me you know seventy two hours to think about it." No, Mary point blank said, "I'm I, whatever it takes. I'm your servant." Joseph woke up from his dream, and lo and behold, he went and married uh, Mary. Yeah. Obeyed the angel as far as uh, keeping her pure, and then when it came time to name the baby, and him naming the baby is actually in the Hebrew, that's basically saying, "He's my son. Yeah. I'm going to take him to raise." And he names him what the angel told him to name him. I mean, there is uh, they they didn't um, lollygang to say the least when it came to obedience. You know, no. we, we him and hall of are we sure we? Oh, no, they, they jumped on it.
0: Another experience from my week here is that as the fear really got a hold of me, it got me got me really buried down pretty bad. I was getting angry and and just just really. Mm-hmm. You know, why God? Why, 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 why? And as I played the conversation back later in my head, and I thought from his perspective, I had also said on the show, sometimes I need to stop putting words in God's mouth. Mm. And he Kind of pointed out, that, that, I, he had never really said any of those things that I was worrying so much about, and all these things I was asking why this, why that. He's just sitting there saying, I didn't say that. Yeah. You're the you, one you, who said you, that. You're doing that to yourself. <laughs> and that's where I started to kind of chuckle at the peaceful, loving side again. It's like, even as angry as I was, I was angry and sad and all this kind of stuff over something he had not even said. It was right. what I had made up. Right. I had made my own reason to be upset. And that's what it's got to happen a lot. That's what <laughs> does when we worry. <laughs> When we
1: worry, we we always, I don't know why, but, but when we look to the future, I always joke with people, it's worse than the news because we make it 10 times worse than it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because we're always, I mean, I think it's just a defense mechanism we have that we're always taking it to the absolute worst degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And God's saying, I didn't say we're going there. And that's where we, we, we just tend to bar- worry and worry and worry ourselves to death. Uh, it's kind of like... Um, you know, I, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm a television fan. I, I've watched from old TV to new TV. You know, the old TV shows, you know, that we, we, we look back. It's almost the opposite of TV. We look back. And we think about the good old days, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago, yeah. and how great it was. And that's in color. I mean, yeah. that's like, oh, it's so good. Well, we you go back and you stop and think about it. That's why journaling, I think, is so important. I love you have a notebook there. Journaling is so important because you can write down, Lord, I, I am struggling with, although 10 years from now, we won't hardly remember that struggle. We'll remember, oh, I just had it so easy. I had time. I had this. And now you find yourself, you're running here, running there, and I I just got so much on me. And we'll look back even on this time, and it'll be in color. Mm -hmm. But we always, it's always funny to me, the future is more like staticky and black and white, because we don't know, and we always want to make it a horror movie, Mm -hmm. or the news. It's worse than the news, because it's going to be bad. Well, wait a minute. If I'm reading this right, I know how the end is going to happen, and I know that for those who are in Christ Jesus, we have the victory. Why don't we walk in that victory today? Yeah. And, and walking in that victory is trusting he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Kind of like what we, um, in that passage this past week, stand firm in your faith. Well, stand yeah. firm in your faith means to trust him and trust those promises.
0: Well, and my, I think my, the thing that I underlined on that uh, was until the very end, mm-hmm. staying faithful until the very end, and staying firm in your faith at the very end, yep. because it's so easy to lose patience, to to get fatigued, to, mm-hmm. and it's, um, I don't know, this is a not a great demonstration i guess but i always think like, okay well when the panthers lost the super bowl in 2015 that was like the worst ever i hate that feeling we lose... want to
1: talk about today's panthers
0: oh no no um I'm, there were some suggestions that maybe i should apply for a job there yeah, hey, man. and it's not the worst idea honestly <laughs> i wouldn't ask that's much the only profession i know you can get paid not to that's not right. to do your job that's right yeah. that's i saw someone I someone said i you know he's Paid thirty million to one coach to not coach and twenty million to another coach. is like I won't next. I yeah. just give me six months yeah. and I don't
1: family. even have to have six months. I will give yeah. six minutes. Fire me now. That's right. And uh, hey, Duke's got to open the two. So there you go. You That's don't even have to move close to Charlotte. home.
0: There you go. Um, the the funny thing to me though is like when you when you lose the Super Bowl, it's like the worst feeling ever because it's like you were so close. Yeah. And Now you got to go all the way back and start over. But your spiritual fights the same thing too. Like it's it takes i don 't want to say it 's a fight it is a fight and it 's not a spiritual I mean, battle y- you're you 're working it 's not easy to get close to god you you', have, it's, it's simple, you have it 's simple but but you have to work at it yeah. it takes time it takes your effort, but the closer you get, sometimes it can be harder in mm-hmm. some ways as you kind of alluded to before, but it 's also you can 't sacrifice all that you 've done to get to that point and the, to begin with and the, 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 right. all those things that got you to that point, all those right. things that that closest with God all those things they didn 't go anywhere, and the journaling. The reason that I'll, I don't know why I started journaling. I have no mm. idea why I started taking notes at church. But I time stamp it, and I save the bulletins from all of them. Right. And it's, I'm one of these people, I've said it before, I don't always necessarily know what I'm looking for, but I know it when I see it. I like to have them just in case I ever need to go back. Yeah. Because as a reference, last week, I needed to go back and say, well, I think I was good on Tuesday. Let me listen to what I said on Tuesday. It's there in the podcast. Well, if I needed to go back to Sunday, I've got the notes here. I've got something that I can reference the time, of the day, and say, okay, well, when I was – and it's just it's just information that you can, can sort of have there to get you through it because whatever you're feeling right this very second, there might be something that was in a note from last week that – could have even been sent a little bit ahead of, of time for it to be there for you when you needed it later. Right. I think that's happened a lot with this show. Yeah. It's been so weird how many things that I have said not thinking they meant anything yeah. to me that's, that the next week something happens.
1: Yeah, and that, that's the beauty of, of one, having an all-knowing God who is the God of all grace. Now, he knows our needs three weeks from now that even something that's said today is going to be like, daggum, that's what it was. Lord, yeah. you, you spoke to me then to you know to help prepare me for that or to help get me ready for that. So, yeah, I, that's the that's the beauty of uh, God's word and I think that's why it, it, you can count on it to be true. Yeah. You know, that it's going to be true today, and it's true 3 weeks from now, it should be three, true 300 years from now, should the Lord tarry. And that's um yeah, I think that's the beauty of when 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 God's word is brought out. Man, it it ministers to us each and every day, uh but it also Hey, you store it up, and that's where having a good memory helps or reviewing those notes on an ongoing basis or just, you know, when I was in school, I finally learned how to study when I got my master's work. Of You study every day yeah. so that when the test comes, I Man, I've reviewed this stuff so cold. I know it cold.
0: Well, and that's where the scripture comes in too, because again, I mean, I've got this is my notebook of stuff that I've compiled over whatever time. I mean, in in sixty six different books. I mean, <laughs> do you think there's something there for for what you're dealing with right now? You know, like the more of that collection of uh, it's that war chest sort of. If yeah, that that, that uh, the whole
1: experience going to draw the sword,
0: right? And he goes to your
1: arsenal, and all you got is John three sixteen, great verse. Yeah. And you're gonna to fight to every battle. Not going to do, yeah, yeah. But it, having the stuff that really fights the battles, yeah, that that's where the memorization or even just like I said, writing it down and knowing that oh man, there's a verse in the Bible for that. And look, it, it, Google and all that, you can find some verses if you know, you know, the the gist of it.
0: Well, I, there's there seems to be a theme here in, in documenting stuff because when you were talking about praying and you said not just a blanket say, uh, statement of forgiving for my sins, but yeah. let's make a list, there's something to be said for listing things out, writing them down, mm-hmm. documenting mean, There's a saying, you know, you don't... If you can track it, you can you can work on it. You can you can, you can monitor track. it. Yeah, yeah. You can
1: make sure that you can go back. And that's the when you when you pray and you journal together praying. That's where really rubber meets the road is. Okay, I, I, you know I've got a list in there. Okay, today I was praying for Miss um, So and So, mm-hmm. and then you know what. I can go back two weeks. Hey, you know what? I need to get in touch with Ms. So-and-so. How are you doing? I prayed for you two weeks ago, and oh, it cleared up, or something happened, or your son was, uh, in, you know, not doing well. It's always good to go back. But then it's always fun to go back and say, God, you answered that. Yeah, <laughs> Because we, we will forget. Yeah, We will forget. We even prayed for that. And, and it's always good. Listen, I had an uncle that was, uh, oh, he was almost... Um, over the top with his journaling. And he had every year for uh, Christmas, his uh, daughter would give him not one of these notebooks, but it was basically a a notebook, one of those that had the bound tape at the end, maybe about a hundred pages, something like that. And he would write down, he had it broken out. And he, I mean, every sermon he ever heard, every time he read something, he'd write down the weather for that day, he would write. And so when he got to the end of his life, and you went in his bedroom. He, he was a builder. He could build just about anything. He built shelves all the way around. And all these notebooks were there wow. in numerical order from, I mean, we're talking back in the 1970s, wow. 80, all the way around. And you could go and you could find out what sermon was preached at that church that Sunday, wow. who preached it, the notes on it, everything. I mean, I was like, that's almost uh, ooh, that's almost too much. But, man, for those kids to go back and to see that, oh, my dad was praying for me on June sixteenth when mm-hmm. I was when I was having surgery or I was having this. My dad was praying for me, man. I, what, what, that's awesome. So just think about you know journaling, and then you can go back and say, look how God answered that.
0: Well, and you'll probably also look back at a lot of things that, that you would have probably. I don't think I'd take it to this extreme. I could probably put like a 1 to 10 worry number right beside it. Right. And I could probably laugh at how many of the 8s and 9s I've forgotten about six months later, you know. But, um, but no, I think that... That's true. Just being... And also back to still on documentation and stuff. I, I talk about my notes and using the timestamps and these things to piece things together. That's also what you do with the, the Bible itself in the context that you draw from reading the stories. And that, you know, yes, it, the the correct answer, or whatever you want to call it, is somewhere between, you know, thy will be done and please give me this. Right. But zeroing in on that precise target or that God's heart is drawing as much context as you can from all of those works of... Uh, all of the works put mm-hmm. together is going to help you get a more precise that's right idea of where God's Well, you heart see his getting, heart you right. see his
1: mind uh and it's one of you know I'm not one of these guys that okay I I read the parable of uh you know the the sower so I need to go sow seed now I don't take it so literal that it's that it's the principle behind it and knowing that okay I know God's heart I know what he's teaching me here is that he's going to you know, his word doesn't come back void. So, all right, if that's the case, then I know I, I can trust it. I mean, those, those are those things that we figure out who God is from his word, and then we act upon it from there. Yeah. So if he tells us, you know, he cares for you, or he's going to feed the birds of the air, all right, Lord, I trust you. And I, I sure could use some, some aid or some assistance or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Hey, and, and I think there's another verse that I would um, just throw out there. And again, I don't. I don't think I'm taking it out of context. Uh, context, and, it, and it's this verse: "You have not, because you ask not." <laughs> and so, if you're gonna have that, if that's a verse and it's true, then well, better be asking. And again, I'm not asking for everything and anything, and you know, asking for a new house or you know those things. No, I'm. I'm just saying, Lord, thank you that I got a roof over my head. And, and if something happened to that, Lord, I know you'll provide. Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I want I don't know where this is going to go or if there's anything good for it to go but I'm curious about it you talked about past and present and fuzziness of the future and all that right, stuff right, right. my mom talks a lot about this my mom is really I hope this is not private I don't think it is but um, mom like loves the Alcoholics Anonymous handbook and, and right. everything about it. Now, my mom has never drank in her life to right. my knowledge but no, she just, loves the just, just drawing from it I guess and she talks a lot about fear and worry and, and how much of that is, is in the AA handbook and in, and the entire program and all that kind of stuff. I know the AA program is, a I guess, a Christian-based program. Right. It's, not, you know, it's not the Bible. But um, some of the stuff that we've—she and I talk a lot about how much of our time we waste worrying about the future or regretting the past or some right. combination of the two— Mine is definitely more worrying about the future, usually probably than regretting the past. But I could see it being the other way around. For it can be in some ways in both
1: ways. Yeah, you know. or
0: yeah, in both simultaneously. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I heard a cool quote. A, a cool quote that was on Instagram or something, not biblical or anything, but it said it's. It's a few years ago. It's interesting how much of our time we spend living in the past or the present or the future, when the present is the only time we're ever actually in. The like, only thing and, you can do it's the only it. thing you can do anything about. And we spend ninety nine point nine percent of our time doing things we can do nothing about. Right. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering, like tying those two things back mm-hmm. biblically to yeah. to is there anything there, and how is how can trying to say focus on the present mm-hmm. be synonymous with being in sync with God's heart right. because I could see God's heart living mostly in the present at least in his interaction with us he's got the future and he's got the past he doesn't mm-hmm. need us to worry about that he probably wants us engaged do, in it right now with him. about him anyway right I mean really I mean I
1: can kind of set myself up for the future maybe but at the same time that's not a guarantee mm-hmm. uh, you can try to set yourself up and who knows that, that might be something totally different you're doing um, you know uh, case in point, when I went to school. Uh, you know, economics. Going to go into business. Going to go into and God had a different plan, but He used that that training to help me with various things mm-hmm. later down the road. I, I think it's one of and I think getting back to the the question, my past. I can't do anything about it. Uh, Paul says, forgetting those things that are behind, because Paul. Paul had something he could have bragged about. You know, I was a Hebrew of Hebrews. I, You know, when it came to the law, I was a zealot. Uh, man, when it came to Judaism, man, I was excelling. I was, I was number one with a bullet, and don't anybody even try to think about getting close to me. But he said, I, I count all that as lost because I met Christ, and now my life's been changed. And so he says, I forget those things that are behind. And, and then he says, and I press forward to the things that are in, in Christ Jesus. So I think it's uh, the past... Hey, if it's a, uh, you keep having the same recurring regret, what I always like to do is, okay, Lord, is there something I need to go and make right with somebody? If not, I need to forget about the past. I can't change it. But my future, I'm looking forward to the future, so I keep my eye towards the future, and the future not being where am I going to be, uh, where am I going to be working, uh, who, you know, what no, the future is, I know where my future home is, and I know where my hope is set. And so if my hope is set, and my past is forgotten, my hope is set in the future, then I can function in today in the present of knowing that, okay, I know know where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of not being so driven by the past and so afraid of the future that I'm crippled in the present. No, I'm free in the present. Mm -hmm. And I think that it goes back to, I don't know why, but two words that have kept coming back to me. Even today I was praying with someone, and, and, and a word that I don't oftentimes use, but it came up, and I was like, well, Lord, there, there we are. It's victory and freedom. We're going to walk in the victory that we have in Christ, and we need to walk in the freedom that we have in Christ. And that freedom means I'm free from all guilt from the past, uh, that freedom means that I'm free to, to be in that relationship and not have to follow so many rules and laws. But no, it is for freedom that Christ set us free, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So, so yeah, there's a freedom and a victory that we walk in each and every day. And again, life perfect? <laughs> yeah, right. No. But
0: I'm still going to walk in victory and that freedom. Well, it goes back to you know what we've said before about gratitude, for the, the little, you know, mm-hmm. keeping gratitude high. Um, when I think about my prayer life this week versus two or three, four weeks, whatever, we, the little things that I, just acknowledging a sunset or right. just you know, <laughs> I remember it's one true. show saying, I thank God on the way across the parking lot because I dropped my phone and it didn't break. Well, yeah, you know, it's just little things. Sometimes the little, it, that's probably the stuff I I've been forgetting. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we talk about the one sixty, the other one sixty-seven, and what makes the difference, it's probably those that's little it. things yep. is what is what makes a huge difference to me. The more I take the, the, and it felt weird me saying that maybe at the time that I was doing it because I didn't know right. how to explain it at that time. But now, I, having missed back, it for a while, I see what it was. It's just the little things. And that's the dependence, too. Yeah. Understanding that every, if I make it back to my car with that phone and tags, it's by the grace yeah. of God. Well, thank
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> I think it goes back. You're exactly right. And I think that goes back to you know, what we talked about Sunday. Standing firm in your faith mm-hmm. is living a life of worship. It, it, and living a life of worship is being thankful in all circumstances. And, and think about it. I mean, you could almost—and I mean, it's almost like First Thessalonians four, or um, yeah. Let me get, let me find it here. But I mean, First Thessalonians four is probably one of my favorite passages to preach at uh, at Thanksgiving. And um, and I don't—I I didn't do it this time. And I'm sorry. It's First Thessalonians five. But it says this. Uh, it starts in verse sixteen. Uh, Rejoice always. Sorry. So I want to always have joy. Pray without ceasing. Always want to be in constant communication with the Father. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. All right, so rejoice, pray, be thankful. And then he says this, do not quench the Spirit. So in other words, the Spirit there is a capital S, the Holy Spirit. So I want to be in tune with him. So, so there we are. If you wanted to want to nail down this one sixty seven, I'm not trying to put an end to the show by no means. But, but if you wanted to help yourself in the one sixty seven, that's four commands right there that'll help you get through the mundane, everyday hours without, you know, because if you've got your guard up, you're praying. If you uh, if you're rejoicing, all right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn to bitterness and anger and turn into uh, grump, two hump grump because of didn't get it this right. But no, I'm going to be thankful. And, and you do those, man, that's going to help you a whole lot in that 167. So everything
0: you just said, there it is in those four verses. Well, and from my to, to wrap up my uh, mess up from this week, the thing that I'm grateful for is that he... Yelled back to get me. He pointed it back out, and within a couple of days, this time, and it didn't take me five years to figure it out. This time, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. Like it's um, there is growth that you can be grateful for. Uh, You know, when you're again, when you say you can kind of track your progress and look back at okay, well, yeah, this is this is a step in the right direction, but it's also we ain't there yet. We're not yet. (laughs) And and that's
1: the, the second you think you're there yet. All right, that's when you really need to be. Cautious, yeah, because uh, that's I, I'll get there when I breathe my last. But yeah. uh, until then, we always got to be on our guard because <laughs> it's it can happen, and it doesn't matter if you've been a saint for for fifty eight, seventy years. Man, there's some listen. We can all fall trap, uh, fall into a trap if we're not careful.
0: I'm going to be uh, a little bit careful here from now on. I think this is about two or three times I can count in the last four or five months that I've said, man, things are really good right now. Things are really good. I'm going to quit because <laughs> yeah, now good. I understand well, why things go bad after that.
1: I start- think it's uh, maybe, maybe rather than changing things are really good, just say, man, God's good right now. That's right. Or God's <laughs> always good. Yeah. And, I'm, hey, God's good. You know, that's, I think that's that, that. it. The
0: right now is the part I need to take yeah. off of and I don't need to say God's been really great. It's just just leave it at that. Yeah. It just yeah. is. And just and when not, things
1: are going well, just hey, I'm thankful to the Lord for this.
0: Well, because if you are saying it, uh, God's been really good to me this year. god has been, mm. been really good. Well, then that kind of says that God's goodness is conditional upon your happiness. That doesn't quite seem right. <laughs> or how right. how convenient his you are. his wishes were for what you wanted. Um, one maybe last thing here. I don't know this. Um, We'll have to have a hard stop at the fifty nine this time. So I gotta get the kids. Yeah, but <laughs> um, we, um, what I was reading with the kids last night, Matthew twenty three or four. Okay, been one of the two. Oh boy, you're in the, you're, you're in the final, final oh, yeah. stages there. Well, we got ready to read we, it last you, night. The Olivet Discourse. Is yeah. that what you were at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. when we got into, uh, we, I, we got into it and Reese said. All these pages are red. I said, "Yep, yeah, that means this is Jesus. So <laughs> y'all better listen." Are well, you're right, this is it's all, all important. Like two solid pages. <laughs>
1: no, yeah. specifically
0: one. My boy,
1: he went off. He's teaching.
0: He did. He he, he had a lot to say. Um, the one, and I don't remember what the title of the parable is, but it's the he um, it gives uh, someone five bag uh, gold, five bags of gold. He nice. Turns it into ten. Mm-hmm. Three parable turns of and the talents. Six. There you go. Yeah. Now. What was interesting to me about that as I was reading it is that it would probably be really easy to turn that into like a money thing. It's not about money, I don't think. It's about what you do. It's That's about right. your um, – so I, I wanted to ask you to elaborate on it. I don't want to really give my interpretation of it so much. It was just, I thought about that one in a little bit different way. It's the The third one might have thought they were being prudent in a way, but they weren't showing faith and they weren't – Exercising uh, an an eagerness to go out and do things with what they had been given, they were they were content. Maybe I don't know what the word is, but I wanted you to unpack that one a little bit more, yes. a little bit.
1: No, I think if um, one of the things I would say to that right there is uh, when he talks to the uh, to that slave or the it's a master and slave uh, mm-hmm. parable, and it, and the one that had one talent that went out and buried it, uh, he says uh, he says, and I was afraid. And went away and hid your talent in the ground. Uh, see, uh, see you have what is yours. In other words, I didn't lose it. Right. Uh, I, but I and and he even says, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. Think about as we've talked about over the last couple of weeks. How do we view God? Well, that's this is a parable of the Lord going away on a trip and coming back. Well, that's he he, he ascended into heaven. One day he's going to come back. And, and really, you're right. It's not about money, even though technically I think it could, you could even use it to be because it's all about what God's given you and are you using it. Yeah, I
0: think you could make it about yeah. money if you wanted to yeah, make but, it about money. But there's so that, much, many
1: more important right, things. Right. And, and I think therein lies what, 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 what the Lord is saying there is, look, look at how that wicked slave, look at how he viewed God. You're a hard man. You, you 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 want you you don't you expect stuff to grow where it ain't even planted? Well, is that really what God's like? And and even even uh, the Lord comes and says, if you knew I was like that, invest it in the bank. Put yeah. it, put it in a CD right now. Do something. You know, at right. least the CD is getting you seven percent some places yep. five. Uh, just put it in a CD and make something. Putting it in the ground doesn't do a thing.
0: What is the what do you think or do you know the exception that. Jesus takes with him burying it in the ground so much? Is it a fear of losing it that he's most upset with? Is it a laziness he's most upset with? Is it a looking at him with uh, a Seeing him the yeah, wrong way and seeing th- him as the hard man. What? I
1: think there is I don't a little know bit of all. That, that, that would almost be hard to classify and rank. Uh, <laughs> all I of mean, it. Look, I, or, or, I mean, case in point. I mean, we can always go back to Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. All right, So, anytime we act in fear and not faith, that's going to not please him. It's going to mm-hmm. displease him. So, so yeah, that's probably. I would say it's more out of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what drove that fear though was he had a wrong impression. What ha- what drove that fear was I, I, I'm just going to put it in the ground. You know, he he was scared to death to step out in faith to at least try something. Uh, I, I it'd been interesting if if you could have a rewrite on this and say uh, if you could go to the Lord and say, Lord, what would have happened if he'd put <laughs> that one and it just totally. Went went bankrupt. we lost it. I I believe the Lord would say, at least he put forward an effort. But I think the Lord would also say is, uh, I wouldn't let let that that happen. happen. (laughs) And there you are. (laughs) I'm not going to let that happen. And, hey, if he's willing to step out and trust me, even with just one then yeah, I can I can reward that, and I think there that that might be a part of the story too. Is doesn't matter how much or what you've been given as far as, and again, this is not about just talents. It's not about. It's about will you be willing to trust the Lord that whatever He has blessed you with, given you, uh, that you would say, "No, I want to make it count for the kingdom."
0: Yeah, and I think that's where I really was getting from it. Um, and I will say, my Bible time with the kids is not usually the time that speaks to me the most. Usually just yeah, making sure no, they no. heard no. it and all that stuff. Because I'll go ahead and
1: tell you, but they're going to have more
0: questions they than do. answers. Yeah, but as I was listening, uh, well, I was thinking about that one a little bit more last night. It was, to me, it wasn't about money, even though mm-hmm. I, I, I could see it being about money. But it, it's, I saw it as a, okay, it's not about how much you made. You know, if, you, if you were given five and you made it into five, okay, five, or you got three and this right. person made three, this person made five. It's about what did you do with what you was, what was given That's to you. And that's I've always felt it. like one of the greatest measures—not even necessarily just in a biblical sense—but you show me the sixth-round draft pick who makes a Pro Bowl versus mm-hmm. the number one draft pick overall who gets three Pro Bowls. I mean, like to me, I'm a little bit more impressed with the sixth rounder, that's right? right? But what did you do with what you were given? Right. Um, that's always been, that, That's kind of where I was getting from it. Maybe a little bit was it's not about not so much about just what you produce. It's also what what did you do with what he gave you? Right. And probably thinking about that a little bit more than just, not even just talents even, but yeah, just a, even, it could be talents, it could be money, it could be different, it could also just be a, it can be a circumstance, yes. it could be a yeah. circumstance he puts you in that you, somebody needs a certain thing or you need a certain thing or just, just Finding I, ways to maximize you, your utility. There you
1: them. go. And I think therein lies the, the, the whole gist hand. of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's talking to us. I, I think you're right. It is, uh, will, will you use, no matter how much, how little, will you use it? And would you be willing to trust him, you know, to say, no, he, he ain't going to let that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that that's it. And then you, you look back, and uh, I was going to say, I thought in, in this passage, I, and it may be in another one, um it it basically is getting at uh a couple of things one to whom much is given much is expected
0: well that was part of the, i I was definitely hearing that as a part of the thing too if I had time, I was going to try to pick that one in there too that's part to, of it to too whom
1: much is given much is expected but but I think it's also uh a matter of when you step out in faith you got to be willing to trust that he's going to do what he says he's going to do, and will you will you be willing to even if it's that last talent? I only got one. You know, hey, at least I buried it and I gave it back to you. Yeah. That's not what God's looking for. Yeah. You know, I'd much rather have an athlete that gives me everything he's got on every play than I would one that can go out there for one play and do something great.
0: I think there's something to be said for if you do only have one talent, that's a blessing in a way because you don't you don't have to worry too much about what to do. As long you know? as you're using <laughs> you it. You, will, you just got to use as as that one. As <laughs>
1: long as whatever God's given you, you're yeah. using it for His for His glory for His kingdom, and I think that's you know be willing to put it out there to say, all right, yeah, I want to make sure that. I'm using that for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes, yeah, it might be easier to say, to whom much is given, much is expected. Well, Lord, I'm glad you didn't give me much, so he doesn't expect much. Well, no, he expects for uh, you I was to gonna, use whatever. Yeah, I was
0: going to say actually total opposite of that. I think if you're a Christian and you want to take the stance of, well, to whom much is given, much is expected, well, I wasn't given much. Seriously? You weren't yeah. given anything? Yeah, Nobody's been given what we have. And we've
1: got, we've got to think about that because not too many people have that mindset. Right. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's a victim mentality, but it's one of, well, and I meet it all the time, especially in the church. I don't have that much talent. I I can't teach that class. I'm not, and and there's excuses galore. And part of me wants to say, wait a minute, God's been growing you. I've been seeing it. You know, maybe it's time to step up and serve somewhere. So yeah, yeah there's numerous things that this, this te- that parable can apply to yeah. so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think oh it's goodness. all the time, though, for that one. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll tackle some Shortest more. hour a week, man, other than when I'm asleep. I love it, man. I love it. Appreciate it. See you yeah, next sure, week. man. God right. bless, bro. You too, bud.